Hey, so what's going on with the fundraiser? Well, uh, I don't think the Home Builders Organization is going to be supporting us. Yeah, the HBO's not going to want us. What do we do now? Well, I think it's showtime. I think we have to have a show during dinner. I forget, you brought this up. Hi, welcome to Laser Time. Hey. Hank. Yes. I'm Chris Antista. With me as always is... Dave Rudden. <laughs> uh, me. Hank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're going to get into in this subject. And you know you know what it is? Uh, no. It is... Uh, it's going to sound real boring, but I, I had a fucking blast researching it. So if you liked a couple of those other episodes where it's... I don't know. I take feeling like I'm giving a lecture. But, uh... Man, I did a ton of research on this, but um, I revealed to you because I've never said it out loud uh, recently that my dream was always to like program a television station. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh yeah, like the guy from Z Channel. Mm-hmm, and I'd Z never Channel. heard of the Z Channel. Can you say anything uh, about the Z Channel? Well, yeah, I, I learned about this from the one doc- from the B fifty two song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was this documentary about a very early pay cable channel for movies and uh, like early eighties or late seventies even that mm-hmm. was mainly for the LA area, and it was just one guy who was a very odd guy, but he he was the super movie expert yeah. back. Back when VHS tapes barely, but he's existed. like hanging out with directors and going yeah. on vacations with he, them. He knew all the shit, and he programmed his own channel. And compared to HBO at the time, mm-hmm. even or all what the garbage you would see on TV, he had the weirdest, mo- uh, like world film. Like it was a film class just watching the Z Channel, yes. because he got to make and it was broadcasting through the LA area, and that's why its yeah. impact is greater than one in another territory is that it's it's literally defining Hollywood. Things that are considered bombs or flops or awful mm-hmm. movies, he's like, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the uh, director's cut that they wouldn't show in theaters. Heaven's Gate, like the yeah, famously Heaven's Gate, which everyone hated. He was, Heaven's like, Gate. No, he was friends with Michael Camino. Same with uh, mm-hmm. Paul Verhoeven, who I love so much. Yeah, he like, like he, kickstarted Paul Verhoeven's career. James Woods is on there saying like how he they, like playing James Woods movies helped get him cast. Yeah, and like Salvador and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, Salvador. He played Oliver Stone Salvador, a movie I still haven't seen by Oliver Stone. But yeah, it was just uh, aside from the horrible thing the man went on to do, who who created the Z Channel, which you just have to watch the film to find out. But the programming, <laughs> the programming. <laughs> Was crazy impressive, like, mm-hmm. and then it got to be just one guy, and they he they had an interesting story in the in the documentary where they had like some big you know uh, industry mm-hmm. convention for uh, cable channels, and they had like HBO talking about all the people they consult to mm-hmm. make their programming up and all this stuff, and then they just said like, well, how, how do, do you do it? Do you do it? like I put on the movies I like. There. Seriously, doesn't that sound awesome? Like, like a TV yeah. show that ran like every night at midnight, Mystery Science Theater 3000, yeah. for, for now and forever. Brett it Elston, does. Next Gen at like 6 o'clock. You could, I don't know, I love the idea of programming like not only shows that I would want to watch, but I would want to watch with a, an audience of other people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like it reminds me of like the idea of, well, because I'm guessing this whole Channel Z thing kind of fell off the radar once the home library became a thing. No, it, it fell, if it, the guy did uh, end up murdering his wife. The program, right? Uh, the and, and it was also like they were placed in distribution prices. But too. right after he left, it's like, well, we need to grow the audience. What do we mm. do? Sports. So like oh, right yeah. after, like we're playing 
four hour long Sergio Leone movies. Football! <laughs> it's like it's not. And then, and then the channel sunk literally six months after he died. Mm. Uh, he it's died, a, right? Did he kill himself? I think he. I think it was a murder suicide. Well, it just yes. reminds me of oh, <laughs> so many of those lately. Uh, it just reminds me of like. Well, it makes me kind of lament that idea of like, mm-hmm. yeah, cable is kind of a giant waste of money and time right now, and everyone should cancel it because mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to pay that much money for that. But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's more like there was a science or art, I guess, yes. to the idea of curating things. And yeah. as much mm-hmm. as we all love, myself included, Netflix, Hulu, Dude, it's oh. not curating. It's just no. it's just here's all of it. And it's pure convenience over art. You watch a Hulu commercial coming soon. Pram face. Well, never watching that. Like, and that's our new addition to <laughs> right. our library. That is the creative edition we're offering yeah. this month. Because it, it just is this like, it is nostalgia and rose colored glasses to a degree. Because it's not like yeah, HBO really was firing on all cylinders. Like all like like they had no filler. But it was still, like, there was a mind behind that yeah, and a and team that was like, no, let's make a vibe when you're watching this channel. We're wanting, getting some, we're wanting to get something across. And I, I look, I'm rearranging stuff in my house and, like, all these DVDs. I love this movie. I'm not going to watch it for another ten years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, could somebody just put this on television and I'd be like, oh, shit. I find that, yeah, it's really helpful. Uh, I stumble home drunk a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I, when I get home <laughs> and I have, like... I have no idea what to put on. Yeah. Like, putting on a DVD is probably too much effort. Yes. So I literally just boot up YouTube and watch, like, a Botchamania that I've probably seen three or four times. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I could probably use cable at this point because it will just put something on for me to fall asleep. I brought it up to Slam, usually. Yeah. We're on the verge of the WWE network, which is, yeah. like, the first paid network I can remember. I, I, I realize it's not coming to cable at all. No. It's just not their, yet. like, devices and shit. That's mm-hmm. so weird. Either, either they didn't, they really thought they didn't need cable. I can't imagine a channel not wanting to pick that up. I well, obviously, I believe in 2011 they were talking it up yeah. as yeah. it will be a channel on cable, and I think they realized like launching a cable channel in this day and age yeah. makes no sense or is not feasible, fiscally yeah. responsible. Yeah, it's going to be less and less viable. It's just I don't know. I, again, I've had cable for five years now I think four or five years and it's just like the amount of cost is like why why does anyone I don't I don't it's understand just because like, you're I, too stupid you're are you just so used to paying for cable just to have it that you're like eh, I don't well, that's what I feel like you're still willing to pay for entertainment you just would rather do it a la carte than I mean I guess but it, I don't know it's just like there's so much that's being crammed down your throat from yes. a cable company yes. that they're forcing you to pay for and it's like I don't want any of that mm. I want like three percent of it mm. I think I think for me, and I don't want to lament the new ways as opposed to the old ways, but that <laughs> I do, I, I love, and you'll see some of this in these these movie channel discussions. Is that some of the, it's a format that people decided to just not stick to anymore. What is the difference between A and E, the Arts and Entertainment Network, and MTV, the music music television? Mm, there is I no difference anymore. The demographic they play they movies for... and they play reality shows. Yeah, yeah. it's I, like it, there is no theme. To, I, I cannot tune into this channel looking to get a thing I like unless I like reality. I guess it's more just about who they aim for then. It's just True. like, well, this is a reality show, but about 16-year-olds. Or this is a reality show about horrible uh, horrible yeah. wives of the people. TLC was the learning channel and now is the horrible wife midget network. Yeah, <laughs> or here's, here's one about... Uh, 
assholes who bake cakes. Like History <laughs> Channel showed Planet of the Apes a couple years ago. Which I'm, I, I'm, I am fine with on one hand, on the other. Like, come on, be the fucking History Channel. <laughs> yeah. But well, uh, but at the same time, it it is that argument of like, well, that whole reason why MTV doesn't show videos yes. is like, well, there's a reason the Weather Channel had to do something besides show a map. That's true. I, I, it, I, even though I, I was totally happy with that map I, and the music get, that went along with it, I, I get why you're a huge fan of that music. But I it, was. It was. It was. I think people would pay, and that's why I wanted to discuss pay channels. They will pay if they know a theme of what they're getting. And mm-hmm. now that when we pay for cable. You are getting reality shows and syndicated shows that you've seen already. Yeah. And movies that you've seen already. So why I don't know what why That's why that's why that? eight dollars for Hulu is like, okay, fine. Yeah. Because I'll get a ton of shows. Like, yeah, I won't watch all of them, but it's eight dollars. Mm-hmm. It's eight dollars. Do you guys know talking about pay channels here, do you know the uh ten dollars let's say ten dollars. The leading the most subscribed to pay channel on American television. Hobo. Hobo? Yeah. <laughs> I would say HBO. Mm, all wrong. Big time wrong. Else take, a de- take a guess. Star? It's so unfair. It's Encore. <laughs> uh, the channel that you all get by subscribing to any, I think, like digital cable. Just HD anything cable. slightly up from it is, basic. But it, yeah. it come, it, I don't think anybody's ever called to subscribe to Encore. Mm. <laughs> I Encore, love the channel. I remember when that launched. It was great. It was like 92 or 3 or something, mm-hmm. 91 maybe. And it was like the first pay channel that I was like aware of when it happened. It was a dollar. I lined up. I told this story recently. I lined up like for concert tickets when my cable station brought on Comedy Central. And you could get Comedy <laughs> Central, Bravo, uh, which used to be awesome. Uh, and it did, they were. All movies, like four now, movies about the end of the world. Now I remember there's a sci-fi channel and Encore for $1.50 a month. Last year, in, in the last season of Thirty Rock, they or the second to last season, they talked about like the show Wedding Bitches. Like uh, Liz Lemon says, "Haven't you watched that show Wedding Bitches mm-hmm. on on Bravo?" And then he go, and then uh, Jack goes, "I remember when they used to show up show operas." <laughs> <laughs> and it's, even inside the actor studio, seems like a distant fucking memory mm-hmm. to having a gay guy berate you for your shoes <laughs> and or whatever the fuck they're showing on Broadway. Seriously, now. where that that rip real? Okay, who taught you how to shave? <laughs> <laughs> well, even queer, queer eye for the straight guy feels like a million yeah. years old. At this so point. I, I did want to start out with a little bit of history here, hence my research. All right, pay channels have been mm. around. How long do you think? Well, 80, I guess 30. I'll say 30 years. 30 years. I'll say 27. Brett Elston. Uh, I don't know, 35 years. It's almost a century. Uh, it's almost a century. A, a technology what? called Phone Vision. 1931, uh, Zenith had a technology that allowed move, uh, people to purchase movies over their phones. Then a descrambler box would then call that uh, descrambler box. It's not too dissimilar to how cable worked wow, with little kids. That's yeah. crazy. We, cable was scrambled. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then that would descramble the movie. And <laughs> wow. they would pay like $1 a movie. And, and in the 30s, it was not successful and did not take off. <laughs> Hello, operator. I'd like to order some pornography. Television. Pornography. Do you have any burlesque? <laughs> $1. I could feed my family for a week on that. <laughs> yes. Gas up and drive to heat of Kilimanjoo. <laughs> Cucamonga, uh, Michigan is what I meant to say. Uh, yeah, the, the, but like, all based on that technology, pay channels existed for fucking years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly the scramble technology. Um, I believe there was one um, scramble technology. It worked well. It was successful, but it only they only were capable in the 1960s 
of scrambling black and white movies. Mm-hmm. And the color sets started coming in, and the service oh. became not very pretty. Uh, I did see... Oh, shit, where's this information? Um, subscription-based uh, TV existed. It failed mm-hmm. mostly. Uh, the most successful was Los Angeles Subscription Television, Inc. It was started by Pat Weaver, the NBC exec who came up with the idea to abandon the sponsored show brought to you by Porridge, <laughs> uh, but, to, but to bring actual on-air commercials. Started the station up, and, and how, how was he shut down? It's incredible. It's incredible uh, this I, happened. This is from Bill uh, Messi on site on uh, soundonsite.org. The National Association of Theater Owners, NATO, started a crusade for free TV. The other NATO. Warning, <laughs> warning that the public, that if pay TV were to succeed, eventually everything worth watching would migrate to services like subscription television, oh leaving free TV a garbage can of shows that nobody wanted. As a result, mm. NATO's campaign passed. A referendum was passed in California outlawing pay TV services. So it was successful, but fucking outlawed. By Boy, movie theater owners. It's funny in how... In the 1960s. It is funny how this, this cycle seems to repeat every decade mm-hmm. with every new technology where the the old guard then goes, Hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We can't make him as much money as before off this. It should be illegal. Yes. Like, and then it's shut down or attempted to, but it always comes back. And I, I, I don't want to be... I, maybe I'm unclear on this, but like um, over-the-air TV... Was regulated, still is by yeah, the the FCC, FCC. Mm-hmm. which involves cursing mm-hmm. and nudity. You Stands can't for do that. fuck cock cunt. And uh, but cable does not, as long mm-hmm. as it doesn't go out of state lines. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That's like, why we don't have the same cable channels in one state to another. And oh, that's why we still have yeah. we have different places with cable packages because it so not to be so. Subject to FCC regulation. Yeah. I could I could be wrong. No, I remember finding out that the FCC had no impact. It couldn't actually had no like governmental mm-hmm. power over cable mm-hmm. when South Park did their shit episode yes. where they said shit one hundred and really irritating knowing times. that like in America, um, your TV regulates itself due mm-hmm. to advertising concerns. Yeah, the advertise if people get mad at advertisers and advertisers yeah. get mad at you, and so that. Stops you from showing things that you may want to show. Know if there's, remember, Comedy Central was running like late at night, like just a curse-a-thon. We'll uncensor. We'll show. They did try that. Yeah, there's that, like midnight yeah. on Saturday. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, here's George Carlin. We're not yeah. going to censor it. No censor. Here's the shitty Kevin Smith movie. And IFC, I think, is doing that now. It was. It was. Oh man, I, well, IFC used to just be uncensored all the time. I th- they are. They are still uncensored. Really? Okay. But they have commercials. By now, like, well, the show Comedy Bang Bang, like. Mm-hmm. Technically, they never bleep anything, but they don't say bad words. Like, they're not making mm-hmm. R-rated material. No, they were the rerunning show. Mr. Show and, and Larry Sanders for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uncensored. Okay. With commercials. Again, that's also super mm-hmm. weird. But here's 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 the history we get. Let's see if I can put this together, because I'm bad at not only con- uh, remembering information, but conveying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, go into a little history <laughs> here in the 1960s. You live in New York City. Where do you All get right. your television from? Uh, the DuPont Network. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> Where does your television come from? What? Any guesses? RCA? Uh, the Empire State Building. Oh. The Empire State Building is a giant antenna. Oh. Is oh. a giant antenna that beams out the television signals throughout all of Manhattan. Problem mm. is, if you're underneath the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. if you are two blocks away and blocked by a building, mm-hmm. you get nothing. Oh. A dipshit in New Jersey is getting better signal than you. <laughs> so uh, a man named Charles Doonan decided to uh, lay cable. A cable line out to get people a clearer picture. And I love, we always forget that we call it cable, but that's literally where the name came from, so mm-hmm. as to not be subject to the FCC, 
It was made of cable. Oh, it was made of cable. You got it had to bury cable underneath underground in New York City, which ended up costing up to three hundred thousand dollars a mile, Mm. a mile to pay this this subscription service for TV shows you could get for free, Uh, and it was not very popular. But fortunately, Time uh, Time Inc. Time Life magazine, not yet Time Warner's, like somebody says, cable's worth looking into, so they (laughs) bought a controlling stake in the Sterling Information Services company that was doing this. Um, and let the company fail for years, wow. essentially. Like, let it lose money. I think it says two, uh, two years in, it had 30 blocks and 400 subscribers. Jeez. There are more people listening to this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was uh, over-the-air television with a clear picture, and then uh, Charles Doonan had the idea to enhance that with the Green Channel, a dazzling channel with exclusive programming you can't get anywhere else. Um that people can't get outside that service. You subscribe mm. to the service not only so you can watch My Three Sons and all that other horse shit. <laughs> the Donna Reed Show. Mm-hmm. And people polled said they wanted it, mm-hmm. but nobody ever wanted to pay for it. So I, I think see. people, they were they were going door to door to try and sell uh, this Green Channel. And then it got a name change that nobody wanted. Um, really great. And that's really that would be uh, HBO. That is the story of HBO essentially. The home of box office. It debuted in Allentown, Pennsylvania, in that November channel 8, that nobody liked. Yes, <laughs> debuted with an NHL hockey game. Wow. The Rangers versus uh, the Canucks in a movie called Sometimes a Great Notion, a movie directed by Paul Newman that I have never heard of. Hmm. Wow. Um, that is where HBO got its roots. Whenever somebody mentions Allentown, Pennsylvania, I think of the Billy Joel song. That's. We- I was going to say that's weird, but no, that's not Little weird. Here in Allentown. <laughs> And they're gonna shut the factory down. That's pr- it's pretty <laughs> nuts though, because like there were not a lot of subscribers for a very long time, and it was not Go the movie channel. <laughs> I think they they came became popular. Rangers game. What I have written down here in 1974, HBO began broadcasting via satellite. Oh, and I was I really got it. Did you guys ever see that Max Headroom like pirate? Yeah, uh, interruption. It was, it was it's awesome. the creepiest thing I've ever seen, and like the no- that's still like the most notorious television signal break-in. Mm-hmm. And that and another one by Captain Midnight who got caught. The Max Headroom guy was never caught. Look that shit up, kids. It's fucking hilarious. Some guy just broke into ESPN in an episode of Doctor Who in Chicago and like <laughs> spanked his butt and like made fun of Pepsi for like 45 <laughs> seconds and it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. They've never caught the guy. Captain Midnight was caught and it turns out he was a satellite retailer. Because mm. remember when, you, when you're really young maybe like your friends had a, somebody had a satellite dish and it was just... Everything. Yeah, it was every. It was like it was BitTorrent, uh, BitTorrent, but sold at service merchandise. I mean, it still yeah. sort of happens from time to time. But when HBO began broadcasting through satellite, uh, that's why Captain Midnight broke uh. in the, I believe, it was Snowman <clears throat> and the Falcon in the 1980s. <laughs> uh, before that, satellites, you just bought a satellite and you just got HBO for free because mm-hmm. you were stealing it from space. And nobody could stop you. And nobody could stop you. Mm-hmm. And then they, that, that changed. Mm-hmm. And. Just direct, like steroids were legal at 1.2. To direct the conversation towards everyone's favorite topic, wrestling, yeah. uh, CM Punk recently quit WWE, and they uh, they recently, someone who has satellite found a clip of before the show actually starts, the announcers were talking about, like, oh, listen to this, they're mm-hmm. chanting CM Punk. You know what they should chant is, go away. And it was just, like, them slagging CM Punk before Ooh, the show wow, really? started. That and, stuff gets yeah. caught sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Like all that footage from of like George Bush uh, and and, oh, yeah. and his in his cabinet in Michael Moore's movie is like before the local news station 
televised mm. a feed. That feed was going out to yeah. people and being and recorded. That's the so look bizarre. on their faces yeah. as they're about to say, like, we are going into an inescapable war with Iraq. <laughs> but so, he's just I'm like, John Ashcroft. I'm going to sing a song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I worked at <laughs> ABC, and we would ha- you would get those satellite signals, and they give you coordinates. You dial into them, and there mm. they are. And if people on the other end are mic'd and aren't aware that that's like the signal's live, the signal's live, all that means is the station hasn't <laughs> put it live. Mm-hmm. But anyone mm-hmm. in the building can see it and could be recording it. That's crazy. So you can just push a button and be like, hey, what's going on in the White House? How vul- <laughs> oh, that feels so vulnerable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, that's, that is also how HBO rose to prominence. Can you guess what kind of televised thing? Sex. It's uh, Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier, the Thriller in Manila. Manila. Okay. It may predate ESPN. Boxing has always been very important to HBO, Showtime, show all that yeah. stuff. You ever been yeah. watching it and like, oh, what wonder Boxing? Fuck! It is the home box office. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. Boxing have... is fun to watch in a way. Like, it is. There we go. I prefer. <laughs> I prefer. No, no, let it finish. Let the sound effect finish. <laughs> if I were to Hang watch. on. Hang on. So shame. I would prefer to. Uh, I'd I, prefer I to watch I, MMA out of the two. I think I kicked you. I'm sorry. Um, in my jubilance. Dave, what I did find uh, is that for a very brief period, um, HBO did run WWE. Oh, they did. Yeah, for wow. like in, in 1973. I only see it highlighted with. Um, that must have been. It was, it was the WWF. Ride wrestling They they ran. I think. The house shows from well, they didn't have TV back then. They were yeah. and they were oh yeah. Everybody still uh, you see in these old videos, old timers calling them New York, like mm-hmm. they're saying yeah. I had to go up to New York because technically they're based in Connecticut, but yeah. that was their region was the New York region, and I believe it was a monthly show mm-hmm. every month at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and even when you watch all this archival stuff, they have all these footage from these matches at mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden, and these, I guess, were the same thing being said. Yeah, on the one, there was a. I looked it up because it was mentioned in an article: George Steele versus Pedro Morales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they, I, I looked; at, they they ran a number of events, but only in 1973 and only from the Garden. Yeah, they would do later on. Like Madison Square Garden had its own network for a while. Now it's mm. called the Yes Network, but it was Did it, really? it was yeah, it was literally Rangers games and. Wow. Um, Knicks games, and I think also Yankee games, even though they don't play at Madison Square Garden. But they would always play, like, a, a, about once a month they would play the house show that mm-hmm. was there. It was exciting yeah. for me the first time to get to go to Madison Square Garden. Because, like, it's, it, you're from that area, yeah. so it's it's older news to you. But to me, it was just like, you know, you, as a kid watching on TV, like, mm-hmm. live from the Mecca, Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden. I'm like, wow. Yeah, the Madison Square Garden. You look at it, it's like kind of small compared yeah. to like a lot of other stadiums you can go to. What well, isn't even a stadium really? Like, no, it's where uh, that stupid Godzilla lays its dumb eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could watch that replayed five thousand times in a month on HBO. At one point, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, uh, they, still, they still retain the rights to Warner Brothers, Universal, DreamWorks, and Fox movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's it. Used to be interesting to me because when I was really into movies, it's like, well, I know if this movie comes to theater, it'll in a year it'll be on shit Showtime. I need to go see it in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Back when I paid attention to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got to rent this because I won't see it on Showtime or on HBO. Well, that's that's why, why, yeah. well, now that's why I'm like 
as these stations got away from that and mm-hmm. more like, well, now you can get movies everywhere, mm-hmm. and the movies are super cheap now because it used to be like, oh, a VHS of Terminator Two, fifty bucks. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> that was also happening for like a VHS with yeah. no features. It's, and, but now it's like I can get the DVD for nine dollars at a grocery store. So why would mm-hmm. I? But so then like, okay, we got to have our original programming. So mm-hmm. we get inside the NFL and Arliss. But <laughs> not, but then it, now it's like it's all that and. Do they even show that many movies anymore? They do. They do. They still oh, yeah. show a bunch of movies. But I just think. like the idea that it still costs money on top of your cable bill is still like so bizarre. I think when I when I was younger and during that like nineteen ninety two to ninety seven like super fucking into movies time like it was hard to wait that year and now I'll just wake up and like coming to HBO like oh fuck I meant to see that movie in the theater I thought it was last week yeah. and it's right and it's right there and like. And again, I don't. I don't. But think things come ever... to DVD so fast now. It's like, what's it's the true. point? Like, if you really want to see, it's like, I, yeah, it's something I wanted to see, but didn't go out of my way to see. Right. I, I get it, but it's still there's still a curation aspect. I I still am adamantly opposed to watching. I IFC that was excruciating. And over Christmas, oh, Death Proof is on IFC. They're not mm-hmm. going to censor shit. One, it's the uh, uh, extended version that is it is terrible. Like I think indulgent you guys didn't like Death Proof in the theaters. I loved it. Loved it. I love Death Proof in the theaters, and it's with commercial interruptions and twenty three oh. extra minutes of fucking padding. My dad's like, "This is awful." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that scene originally cut off and said "scene missing," and mm. now it not only played out the whole scene, it cut it in half with a fucking Geico commercial. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, but it, films shown in their original aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Uncut, not edited. Beautiful. Yeah. I still believe there's a place for that. And then HBO isn't ultimately that much more than Netflix, and their movies are... It just seems like it's not even really curation, though. It's like, well, we have the rights to these True. five studios. Here they are. And it's always like, like one year to the data. They're like... Uh, yeah, it's a very mechanical theater. thing where... Like, it's true, but occasionally you'll get us some other stuff there. And I do like the... I like the idea of channels and competing mm-hmm. services. I don't have it, the, the HBO offshoot channels of like... Oh, fuck, I don't even know what those are anymore. Well, I mean, it was just HBO two and three. They had and... HBO signature. It's like here's where you run documentaries and like award winning movies mm-hmm. that don't normally get HBO play. That was neat. But then they just create. Well, they created Cinemax for their more ribald shows. Oh, and right? I will get to that. And then they oh, had, right. we'll get and to they that. Had Yo HBO Raps. How many? <laughs> how many episodes of Real Sex do you think there were? Two to seventy. Sixty nine. Damn! Wait. Oh fuck! My soundboard's not going to be pulled up while I'm doing research. But uh, that would have been. I'm going to say fifteen. It's like it's thirty one uh, from like over the period of like twenty yeah. years though, and they just started remaking it again. There's huh. a, there was a great article that popped up somewhere. Fuck, I forget where it was, but it's like the spoken history of real sex. Mm-hmm. People <laughs> talking about like. Yes, you know what the show is, but now imagine you're someone who might not be that into sex and is forced into like orgies uh, and group <laughs> sex scenes and has to film it and then edit it down. They're really funny stories. It's funny. I like that. Well, I always felt like a real sex show would punish you for like they'd they'd have like one segment you'd want to see and then like four other three others you didn't. And also, they couldn't show an erect penis on there, like not actually I a s- penis. And I think that's policy primarily. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they don't have. It's just a rule they have. Yeah. No, I, I think that's that's like internal policy of theirs. Like, yeah, I think yeah. They could show an erect dick if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but that's uh, a line they don't want to cross. Reminds me uh, when I finally got HBO and cable in general. Mm-hmm. It was like 
this magical day because we live in the middle of nowhere and like it was not in any cable company's best mm-hmm. interest to go out there and bother for four mm-hmm. people. Well, uh, there was like people on the same like windy street we were on, but it's like this isn't a, it's not a block, it's not a subdivision, it's just a street in a field yeah. and then the field dead ends in a coal in a strip pits. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, why would you come out here? But eventually mm-hmm. they did and we got cable and I remember like right when I was in the in my room with my dad and right when it comes on, it's like, all right, turn on the TV and see if it works. I turn on my TV, and it's Tales from the Crypt, and a guy goes, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll just, be a Tales from the Crypt clip. In right. And then, <laughs> and just like, mm, uh, so can I watch this or what? Like, And I'm like 12. Well, I'm, can, I'm so. like 11, and it's just like, I don't know what that was, but hey, that Crypt Keeper guy is kind of cool. That, that, the Tales from the Crypt is, is the equivalent of an 11-year-old being told to get cursed for one hour. Yeah, sort of. It is totally a show for children. <laughs> it really was. And, and uh, I love those comics. Uh, but can, do you know, what is what is the first breakthrough in HBO original programming? Uh, was it Oz? Well, there's the Terry Fox story, the story of a Canadian amputee runner. Or what about that uh, uh, football sitcom? First and uh, Ten. Uh, Dream on? No, we did. Uh-huh. We did our. Uh, we, I realized we did an HBO show back in the day <laughs> yeah, for James Gandolfini's death. But its first major break in original programming is for kids. Oh yeah! But it was a joint production. Baybar, the first dramatic yeah, production. Showtime. You gotta get this. <laughs> Elsa, nothing. Dave, nothing. Uh, sounds look, familiar. Hold on. They're Don't walking say. like this. Ah, uh, Rock. On HBO. Yeah. Yeah, it got yeah. replayed on TNT. No, no, it got it got syndicated on TNT. Okay, um, but it was a Canadian production. It was a worldwide production. But uh, H- that was was meant to be very modular. It, like it was built to be a modular show that could be changed for that different is pretty countries. Like, have we discussed that too many times on Laser Time? <laughs> I really don't know. Just that the Fraggles were made to look like they could they could work for any. country. They could work for any culture. Uncle Traveling Matt, remember him? He goes to outer space. Mm-hmm. The the silly people. Uh, Play a game called baseball, and it would be it would be live action segments above the ground. Mm-hmm. Those are all, all over the world. Those are reshot in different territories to be whatever the fuck Brazil is doing, or and, whatever the and fuck Doc Australia was a doing. different character in yep. each country. There you go. But that was partially an HBO thing. But that pile of trash was the same, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Always. All right. Always with the New Jersey trash guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. <laughs> or was it a pile of leaves? No, it, it, was, it was a pile of garbage. Trashy. She had a Nothing. banana peel hat. Okay. Great. Um, Excellent. What I do find fascinating is that it originally uh, aired for only nine hours every day. Huh. Oh, you mean the channel? Yeah. Mm. From 3 p.m. to midnight. Wow, I didn't know that. I mean, you can sort of see that, well, who's got the appetite for a movie at 10 (laughs) a.m.? Movie theaters don't even open till 1. Well, same with... um... Kids are outside doing the chores. That's right. Well, when we were wa- when I would watch cable like from the mid nineties on or the early to mid nineties on, after after ten o'clock, like it was rare they'd have stuff on. Like Nickelodeon was one of the most popular channels. They just bought the cheapest black and white garbage they could find just to put on in as Nick at night. You know, oh, shit. And they, uh, yes, that did happen. Sorry, Hank, I was looking at time. It's okay. Uh, we should probably go to break, but we come back riveting, riveting entertainment about pay channels. Uh, just a bunch of awful research I did. I'm sorry. <laughs>
Hi, everybody. Can I make this short? I'm just getting back from a fucking bachelor party. I'm tired. And this episode is cool, but I'm tired. But I hope you like Laser Time. Uh, you can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. Of course, we encourage you to um, review, rate, and subscribe the show on places like iTunes and other places, whatever they may be. I don't know. Do people want the show on SoundCloud or YouTube? Let us know at lasertimepodcast.com. We got this show over there, a bunch of forums where you can discuss things about the show with people who dig the show, including stuff about comic books. Cape Crisis, we have a weekly comic book show. We have a short one this week, making fun of one Henry Gilbert for not showing up. What a dick. But hopefully he'll return this week with stories to tell. Uh, in addition, I know I know for a fact Dave Rudden's Cheap Podcast is up, the wrestling podcast for the rest of us. That's right, the really, really good wrestling podcast. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, but this one is discussing Elimination Chamber, which was super fun, the most enjoyable pay-per-view I've seen in some time. And uh, Video Game Apocalypse is also happening this week. And all I know is there are a shitload of jingles in it. But yeah, barring that, we have some other stuff there. We have the occasional write-up of movies from Gamer Girl Talk called Poison Popcorn. And we have uh, comic reviews um, as well. So you can go to LazyTimePodcast.com and see some of those. It's also your way to help support the show. You can do that via the PayPal button on the left-hand side. You can donate anything from $1 to $1 billion. Uh, there's a t-shirt store where you can pick up a t-shirt with your favorite laser time art on it. And, of course, we have our Amazon links. They're all over the right-hand sidebar, tailored to things we think you might like. You do not have to buy that item. Just click in the store and enter and shop like you normally would. And it'll kick back a tiny bit of commission back to us. That'll help us keep the lights on. That's right. Look, this computer's running again. Maybe we won't have to buy another one. Taxes. Okay. Uh, speaking of pay... You don't know how much it costs to research this. We had to subscribe to all all of the premium channels. Yeah, that's right. We had to do it. Uh, but uh, so, how about that? Back to pay TV. Players of time, second segment. the long HBO theme, but it, 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 there's there's this ident, which I'm sure... It's a Mr. Show era. Yeah. Oh, they still do it! I uh, love that! And they do it, and it has no relation to the way television has been for the last four years. That's mm. an analog signal. Nobody has oh, seen yeah. the fuzz. I, or it's, the, it's still there. Is it? If you... Because uh, like I have a digital antenna. Still, oh, no, is it really? Yeah, if, if you like force a channel into it, mm-hmm. it that's... The, 
you have to type in a channel that kind of doesn't exist. Sure. Because it's a digital signal, so you're either getting it or you're not. There's no fuzz. It's, you Instead, you get weird, glitchy mm-hmm. blocks flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, type in a channel that doesn't exist, you'll still get... You'll get that. You'll get snow. I, the, snow, the, that's what I'm talking about. You'll well, still get it. It's that and the, like, uh, the boom, the CRT... Oh, that, uh, yeah. That's the CRT wipe that doesn't yeah, exist anymore. Yeah, like the... Yeah. But I love that HBO references that. And then we have that huge fucking intro that came on for every movie and I don't think I ever didn't love any of it. <laughs> that they, is, they still reference that. That's what I'm talking out. about. Like, So you have this Such an lady. 80s, late 70s, 80s. It thing. is. Like, like, like Ric Flair coming down. Yes, the, the fanfare of this. Like, <laughs> everything is amazing. Welcome to Planet Earth. But, I mean, listen to it closely. It's very Star Search. Listen to it again. You get it again. And then... So movies start now, and... Wow. They still do it. And then you you youngins in your HBO Go... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it, that did not occur to me until like a, like a couple weeks ago. That wow. they, they've been referencing that song the <laughs> oh entire my God. time. They've never not used that theme. That's you are so that. cool sitting down to watch girls play a little <laughs> funky tune to get the show started. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah with the Red Dead Redemption version of it. You're about to see Lena Dunham's uh, Vomit Sock Tits. Who's ready? Who's ready for a hot two-trot? <laughs> yeah, so many probably undeserving movies of that fan. Yeah, yeah, baby's day out, everybody. <laughs> well, as Mars pointed out, most most channels, most movies on pay channels get two stars or lower. Uh, Is that true? Wait, let me let me let me. I, I want to take the international audience into account. So, The Simpsons. What does The Simpsons call the nasty channel? Uh, oh, I, know, I know it. You do know uh, it top is? Hat Entertainment. The yeah. Top Hat Channel. Uh, right. And I wanted to look in. Somebody needs to write the definitive article about Playboy Television. Mm-hmm. It launched in 1982 and is still on the air. I that don't know shocking. why. It's still on the air. It's what? the Playboy. Remember hearing about the Playboy channel? Yeah. It was like this rumor. Oh, like, yeah, what, yeah. what could it possibly oh, yeah. have on Where it? Where is it? And it's not porn. What debauchery? Well, now they show everything but the, uh, they do? the jizz. Do they? Yeah. Wait, do I you mean, have to stay competitive? Last time, last time I watched. Is that at your Playboy. parents' house? <laughs> yeah, probably like, yeah, or like late 90s. Mm-hmm. In the early 2000s, and it's like, well, yep, they show uh, uh, penetration and all that. They don't show really? anal. <laughs> Thank uh, you. That's, yeah. a, that's no, not very Christian of them. I actually <laughs> took that quote from the Wikipedia page. Although it initially broadcast softcore content with any hardcore footage edited out, in recent years, Playboy TV has begun showing sex acts, including oral and vaginal penetration in some programs without showing any explicit ejaculation or anal sex. Yeah. Dave corroborated. <laughs> uh, that I, I wrote that Wikipedia Have that embarrassing... <laughs> <laughs> the embarrassing... It less edited by Dave or time. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I don't hang out with this guy anymore. My buddy John, uh, I guess his dad's rich or something. He built him like one of those little houses off from the side house. Had yeah. sat- like full satellite television with everything. I was mm. excited. <clears throat> MTV2! All these awesome videos! And then he'd go to bed and then like we're all sharing the same rooms like the Playboy channel. And, and, and <laughs> drinking and, and just yeah one time I took advantage of myself <laughs> while he was asleep while watching Playboy TV yeah. and it's like, so, like that awful show Night Calls where you uh, call yeah. in and talk about uh, oh, sexual yeah. problems while the co-host masturbates like slightly off camera mm-hmm. and yeah maybe yeah those shows are a little seed those shows are weird well I, I always thought it was weird on like sleepovers too. To contemplate secret masturbation because you're like, I will be made fun of so much if I get caught. I thought he didn't notice. And then, like, fucking 
later on in public when he was mad at me, totally threw it out there. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> knew that I, I was jerking off to the Playboy channel in his in his room. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah. You always get caught. Uh, but for international folks, uh, Canal Plus. Mm. Have you heard of that? I know Canal Films. Yes, that, but that's that, uh, what they are. Okay. So comparatively by HBO films, like I don't know how many films they get into movie theaters. I know more USA films that like they, <laughs> they, they did traffic. Uh, Canal Canal Plus is a, a French premium uh, channel that's been around since 1984. Uh. Um, they help finance Terminator 2. They own Spinal Tap, Bill and wow. Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> they finance every David Lynch movie. Huh. So it, it, we you will recognize their name if you saw it. They are you'd recognize them mostly for producing films. They have done yeah. a lot to produce films, but they have like Good the films. leading European uh, subscriber okay. based channel. Didn't I'd never heard of it. They well, also have a, an erotic network named. Uh, Canal sex. <laughs> Damn it, you gotta. That's look. good, but no, that's Damn the thing. It. They don't. They just have porn on TV. There. Well, not just, but I mean, oh no, let's, they're not as fucked up about that's, sex. That's why I looked it up and wanted to read it off. Because when I said Hank, I wanted to program my own channel. Mm-hmm. This is what Canal has running on it right now. Uh, let's see, Canal because they syndicate a ton of American shows. One channel with Rugrats. 30 Rock, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mad Men, Daily Show, The Shield, South Park, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, The Wire, Six Feet Under. Like, wow. Is, if I were to program a channel, it'd look a lot <laughs> like Canal uh, Plus. No fair. I guess if you just have the America channel, you can, well, yes, you can pick and choose what fills your 24 hours. May we distill hours. the best of America for the last 20 years. Thank yeah. you. Thank well, you. I mean, BBC America... Well, I don't think it's totally like that, but it is just... Last time I was well, over Christmas, I watched BBC America, mm-hmm. and uh, it was Star Trek Next Generation Marathons, <laughs> and then uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. That is the finest thing Britain has ever produced. They, are, they get pretty open in their <laughs> definition of BBC. And, uh, Do you know what The Simpsons is called in France? Uh, Les Simpsons. Simpsons. Very good. <laughs> Les Royale with Very Simpsons. Good. You know uh, what Family what? Guy is called in France? Uh, Le, Le Monde Family, Le Family Home, <laughs> pretty good. Well, it was just Le Greffon. Uh, Le Greffon. Um, when I was Le at Griffon. ABC, we, there was a story um, about when Simpsons finally started broadcasting. I guess on Al Jazeera. Oh, wow. no, I heard about this. Or, yeah. And it was in well, a, it was on an Egyptian channel. That's, yeah, it, it was like the first time it had been like in the Middle East, mm-hmm. any anywhere in the region, mm-hmm. and it was like. His name it was Al Shamshun. Yeah, <laughs> and the donuts were removed because it was too ethnic. Like well, it was <laughs> oh, something no American had heard of. Yeah, that it was. Um, or American. I mean, the no that was not popular. Yeah, well, it's too sexually it's, suggestive. And they apparently, they, they had to if when he ate. I, I read about this too. That when he eat, ate anything that was a pig product, they had to make it clear. Like, like that's a whole Lisa Simpson vegetarian episode that you cannot show now. Yeah. Well, also, I don't think he could show him drinking beer either. No, no. Wow. I, but the the odd thing with that, the, uh, the I just odd, still yeah. Sorry. The odd thing with that show in the end was that people didn't really want to watch it because it was so cut up. Yeah. That if you were if you wanted to watch The Simpsons anyway and see what the big deal was about, then you were more tolerant of Western stuff anyway yeah. there. And yeah. so you probably just bought your own satellite and just watched Western fi- channels. You know? yeah. You'd be put to death if you did that. <laughs> yeah. In America. It's true. Mm-hmm. But so what's another channel? That Showtime, did baby. Showtime. Mm-hmm. What was... Uh, who cares? Let's get him at the <laughs> yeah, That's what I was worried about happening. Well, well, Showtime no, was more boxing, right? No, well, uh, Showtime... Uh, Showtime, so, I remember boxing because that's where uh, uh, 
Tyson bit the dude's ear. Remember we said mm-hmm. uh, HBO, HBO launched with an NHL game and um, sometimes a great notion. What programming did Showtime launch with in... Let me get pull this What up. year was it? It was July 1st, 1976. HBO's already hit. Launched in Dublin, California first. 1976. Mm-hmm. What did they launch with? Uh, you'll never guess it. Well, all right. Uh, Foreman Frazier. No. I don't know. No. Golf. <laughs> Good answer. Breath of the It is an ABBA concert. Whoa! It is, it is an ABBA concert with Rod Stewart. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and who else was it? Fucking uh, Rod Stewart and Pink Floyd, which you think of now, like, yeah, those were popular 70s acts, but, like, mm-hmm. unbearable oh. together. Those fan bases don't cross over. <laughs> they, they were just all popular. They were just all popular. Man, I really want to listen to some ABBA. Uh, Apple was once offered a billion dollars to reunite. They were? Really? They didn't do like it. The, the virgin... A crazy rich European company. I mean, I mean, put on ABBA gold. You'll see why. Yeah, but they... <laughs> but it couldn't possibly... How could any... If you saw anything that was like, this cost a billion dollars to exist, you'd be like, this isn't entertaining to a billion dollars. No, of course like, not. But I would like some new episodes. <laughs> would have liked Well, they some. all kind of hate each other now. Of course they do. It's um, just like Aqua. Am I right? Huh? Exactly. <laughs> More like Fleetwood Mac, I'd say. Mm. Uh, Showtime's first original series. Uh, cool. Uh, Marilyn Chambers' bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> first, how about their first kid series? Because it's the same. Babar. Uh, you have. I remember, I had to I see it on VHS. Babar. I didn't realize what it was. It's uh, my ex girlfriend was obsessed with it, so I watched it again somewhat recently. It's the creepiest thing in the universe. Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater. Oh yeah, um, which is so fucking creepy. I definitely recommend the Paul Rubens Pinocchio episode mm. and the Hervé Villachez Rumpelstiltskin because that shit is fucking frightening. When <laughs> Hervé Villachez is holding you hostage, yeah, she must not leave Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> it was a weird collection of stars. It really was. Um, yeah, they their first series was The Paper Chase, a show based off the movie. Hmm. This is really like bizarre times, Wild West cable times. CBS had ran one season of The Paper Chase in 1979 and canceled it. Mm-hmm. And Showtime picked it up four years later wow. and ran it for three more seasons. Never wow. heard of it. Never even seen the, the, the movie that it's based on. It's apparently, remember uh, Warrior of the Lost World from uh, Mystery Science Theater? Yeah. Hey, it's the Paper Chase guy. Wow. That's, that joke's made a lot. And that's the Paper Chase. That's one of those dated jokes that you get a lot in Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. That, like, they yeah. were dated jokes to me now. Anybody... Who would watch it now? Mystery Science Theater. Man, so this is but what it's like to listen to Laser. I've always <laughs> wanted to check out the Paper Chase solely because <laughs> how they like, brought it up. I'm like, uh-huh. well, I brought I brought it up because like that was their first dramatic series and starting in 1983. I think it went three seasons. Mm-hmm. They didn't attempt one again until 1996 when you were paying attention. Mm, uh, no. <laughs> Poltergeist, the Poltergeist, the series. Wow. And I, I think they revamped the idea. Outer Limits. Oh, um, I do remember the Outer Limits. They had some sexy episodes. That's show. right. No, it came from the 50s. It was Rod Serling? Rod no, Serling. no, no. Rod Serling. He Night Gallery. He, yeah, he did Night Gallery and then Twilight Zone. That's uh, what I was thinking. Outer of. Limits was a Twilight Zone ripoff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had the it had a memorable <laughs> intro, too, with the, uh, the bo- Homer, this is my right, voice. Right, we are controlling your transmission. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Outer Limits. Um, yeah, no, that, all that and uh, Star Trek, like Star Trek. Roddenberry took a lot from Outer Limits. Oh, I thought you were going to step on my next bit of trivia. No. For oh. Showtime. What does is, what is Showtime and Star Trek have in common as far as notable pay cable history? 
it's, idea. Uh, yeah, it's, I didn't phrase that well. But it, it is the first movie that Showtime, one of the first people to do this, uh, the first movie played in high definition. Uh, wow. on what, Showtime. motion picture? Or? No, it's a Star Trek movie. I wonder if you can guess what it is. You can get ten guesses. J.J. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abrams. No, it's uh, Insurrection. Oh. The best well, one. Insurrection is the, the first HD one. Wow. First HD movie on Showtime, but one of the first on TV, period. That mm. was the second... That was the second. No, that was the third. No, that was the first DVD I ever bought. I bought Blade, really? Blade and Insurrection on the same really? day I bought my DVD player. Blair Witch Project and My Blue Heaven. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a real good look. And then the third one was Truman Show. Oh, nice. And the fourth was Spawn. <laughs> Gladiator and Fight Club. Jesus, well, you got in there. You got in there late. Yeah, like no, that was two thousand. Gladiator's two thousand and Fight Club's ninety nine. Wow, you waited yeah, a long time. It was time. Christmas two thousand. I got it. Yeah, Christmas two. Oh, the guys like basically two thousand one. America and just did Matrix. Mm. That came out on uh, that and Mummy came out on DVD oh. the same day in September of ninety nine. I forgot. Oh, no, forgot. Shitty, shitty boxes. I yes, tried to gather terrible. gloriously the first couple idents. For Showtime. What um, even is that? Uh, God. A bewitched intro? It's like 76. Someone bothered to record this. I missed this! Where could I be? <laughs> pretty good. Tonight's movie premiere will be presented without intermission. Film before a live studio audience. How, how am I supposed to fill up my drink? Godfather was filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> so straining to think of something that's equivalent to this paper chase show that was mm. on a network, then canceled, then debuted five years later mm. on a new network. What if a new network debuted now with a new season of Flash Forward? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I would... Whatever they could get. Yeah. The one with Shia LaBeouf or the Ben Foster guy? Flash forward is just was, this stupid. It was based off like it had Cal Penn. Yeah, it's a book. Well, no. It was a book, and then it was an ABC show, right? Yeah. Same with the events. And everyone saw like six months into the future, and people thought they could change it. I, I took. This. It's a good thing that Lost, like after Lost, nobody could replicate that. It just and those after the first season. It did derail Lost. television for five years, yeah. trying to duplicate it. So I, I, I also tried to figure out were there any failed pay. TV stations after that aren't around anymore, eh? and I did find I couldn't find any idents because I'm like, what? There was a uh, a channel called Spotlight uh, in 19, from 1981 to 1984, hmm. like whose spokesman was Bob Goulet. It's so, like <laughs> you, know, you know these have the best promos in the universe, and I couldn't find no. them. I remember when Goulet. Disney Channel was its own paid thing. Oh wait, we'll get to that. Mm. Hold on, I feel like you could stuff. just say random movie terms, and that could have been a channel like. <laughs> Clipboard, like, what is that called? Like, Rack focus. <laughs> the director's chair. <laughs> Editing. Nice. Real to real. Directing the channel. <laughs> um, Catering. Boom. Speaking of defunct channels, I did, I did like, in HBO 1979, launched Take Two, an HBO with no R-rated films. What? With no R-rated films. It failed. But yeah. worst was Festival. It was launched in 87, ran for <laughs> one year. And, and part of it was, like, when these, you subscribe to these channels, you got these awesome magazines. Channel Z played that up. They, like, it, we had a full-on magazine uh-huh. with which were writers, They looked which so awesome. Yeah. Like, great layouts, great articles. Uh, but F- Festival launched in 87, also with family-oriented entertainment, but with uh, 
with uninterrupted R-rated movies cut into family-friendly edits. Ooh, boy. Like, what am I paying for? Fuck do you. you do you remember when your family would go to you'd stay at a hotel mm-hmm. and they would have like this month's HBO guide and yes. it was all the programming. Yes, because I didn't. My I originally I would immediately go to that and like start flipping through because we didn't have HBO. Because one of my parents, my dad, up until last year thought HBO it's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam like that. It's not. You can afford it, please. You would love these. You shows. love all these shows. Ah, oh, The Sopranos is really good. Get HBO. I'm not paying ten dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scott Ackerman on the Comedy Bang Bang podcast had a story like he was cast on Mr. Show <laughs> and like so his parents could see it they got a hotel room for one night to watch him instead of signing up for HBO because they're like oh, we don't want to we don't really want to get caught into that I hope it was the taint sketch too <laughs> I, hope, I hope it was uh, fucking but yeah this also seems bizarre my parents wouldn't subscribe but I could. I would call up Comcast. I did it at least a dozen times. Yeah, can I get HBO? Yeah. Would you like Cinemax? Yeah. <laughs> Showtime? Yeah. And then it would take my parents like two months for that to be reflected in their bill. Uh. And so they wouldn't. I would have all these free channels that they didn't know were available. You got to see a lot of late night sexy things, huh? I did. Yeah. Sure enough, did. Um, would kids even... Nah. I, I wonder if kids today, they even settle for softcore pornography. Like, it's so... Mm-hmm. They don't understand the the difficulty yeah. involved in even seeing a penis enter a vagina. Like, it is so hard to ever see that. Well, we like we would take set, turns drawing it, so yeah. you get the best. We, like we would settle for uh, a scrambled. Yeah, yeah a scrambled, scrambled soft core. Yeah, like yeah. can I see three seconds of a boob? It's because yeah, if you that's can, blue. If you can, that's <laughs> for me. If you can jerk to phone sex, you could eat. They didn't scramble the audio yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm. You could hear stuff. So, yeah, like, your imagination had to do a lot of the work on those things, though. and you you didn't you didn't have a computer, so you had to store it in your memory for mm-hmm. for future use. Like you could. Why you got to jerk off to Jim Lee comic books? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done that. Um, well, like, well, if you had a VCR, you could tape. You could tape things. it, yeah. But I was always worried about leaving a paper trail of that. I yeah. Time. See, well, like also on Showtime. <laughs> During the summer, when my schedule was all flipped upside down, I would yeah. be like, uh, "I'm up at two or three a.m. I'll like I will watch." And all we had was the movie channel. We didn't have Cinemax. Yeah, but they would still show boobs and stuff on movie channel. I remember like I, that is the I, I would have to like read the TV guide. I'm like, does this sound like it has boobs? in it? Oh, you'd have to make a watch. conscious effort. Oh, we'll yeah, spend two we, hours yeah, watching. We'd this go film. spend the night at a friend's house, and it's like TV guide. <laughs> ooh, it says rated R. Yeah. Let's look at the beginning. Partial nudity. All right, partial nudity. Let's wait. Yeah, and ooh, it's <laughs> got an SEC strong sexual content. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, for years I had this tape, and the very first thing on it was Jason's lyric, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, I didn't expect there'd be boobs, but there was. And it was uh, nice. it was, I think it's Halle Berry. I forgot. No, no, Jada Pinkett. I brought up. Well, it's I, better than Jacob's ladder, I guess. Yeah. I brought up Spotlight for a bit of trivia. Showtime only rose to prominence because Spotlight launched around the same time, and once Spotlight went away, Showtime took over all its spots. Hmm. So it basically got to. It's it never really spots. won, but the movie channel that I, I was m- most fascinated with the movie channel because I never had it. I've never seen it. I don't know what their mm-hmm. logo looks like. I know they're owned by the same people Showtime mm-hmm. who own Showtime now. Which is so fucking convoluted, I'm not even going to bother trying to leave. But it's basically CBS, uh-huh. essentially, now. Uh, but the movie channel, it wasn't always that way. It started with the Star Channel, uh, where they would broadcast videotapes of movies. What? Essentially. They would bring, vi- it would like be taped movies from other oh. cable stations. They would buy the rights to, and the tapes would skip or something. This is all vague. Wow. 
1979 relations. Uh, began broadcasting on satellite in 1979, and it shared a channel with Nickelodeon. Huh. And uh, it launched with what movie? Everybody's going to get this, especially Henry. No, no one will get this. A Roman Holiday. Oh, oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. What, really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I keep face. thinking of the fucking Hanna-Barbera Flintstones ripoff of the Greek Flintstones. Yeah. Catherine Hepburn? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, no, not Catherine. No, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey. All right, yeah. get a room here, really boys. Pretty in that. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was the first premium channel to broadcast R-rated movies during the day, which uh-huh. I don't think any of these stations we've mentioned so far actually do. They're still afraid to. Yeah, and there's nothing stopping them, but HBO will not run an R-rated movie before 8 o'clock. Mm. That's so fucking crazy. It's an interesting rule they still have. It they is, still especially because they can run PG. Th- you can run Doc Hollywood all day with its booby scenes and, <laughs> and, and F words. Who but, would watch Doc Hollywood these days? <laughs> so, I, mean. um, I didn't know movies were uh, introduced by Robert Osborne, uh, now on Turner Classic Movies, which. You know what I'm talking about? You ever watch Turner Classic movies? I've heard of them. When we come over to your house and you like, we would watch Star Trek and you give like a spiel. Right. Like, here's. This guy still does that oh, in Turner Classic movies. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love that. Like, here's the context of how this oh, movie right, was right, made. Right, yeah. I preferred watching bit. introducing movies. That was yeah. I loved on. I talked about him before, but I really did enjoy Joe Bob Briggs mm-hmm. on TNT. Oh, yeah, he would have cool. just these long speeches about like the they live like mm-hmm. how did they live come to be yeah, here he talked awesome. one of my favorite episodes on it he was watching he could never he would he would also complain about how cut up the movies were on TNT but the funniest one he had ice tea on this is before he was on law and order even ice tea was on cuz they both both him and ice tea shared a love of 70s Porn, and they would both talk about <laughs> yeah, these guys, yeah, seventies <laughs> porn stars. Oh, boy. It's very She's weird. Got this like giant bush, man. <laughs> out there, man. I do miss like you raise a family in that bush. We didn't have HBO for very long, but like a couple of the things that we taped off of it had like mm-hmm. bumpers that were custom for that movie. Like, yeah. we had uh, Adventure of the Nerds one and two on the same tape, and it was taped on Christmas Day, so it was <laughs> it had ogre. Like, introducing the movie, like, wow. unwrapping gifts by a Christmas tree. Wow. And just, like, that's gone forever. Like, I would be surprised if that's stuff like that. I, I, I made a tape on New Year's HBO ran, like, all their stand-up back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching these stand-up specials all year. It had, like, David Tell in it and, uh, not Patton Oswalt, but Ray Romano. Mark Maron. And, they, yeah, they brought all of them back to do this New Year's thing and, like, put them in one room <laughs> to introduce their comedy special. And that's, like... That footage is hilarious, and yeah. the only time I, I have the only tape of that footage. Wow. And yeah, I love it. Like, a couple of the stand ups didn't show up, and just <laughs> Dave Attell, wow, what are we doing here? I don't know. Here's Adele Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano <laughs> counting down. Ten, nine. I do. It was a special. Ten, nine. <laughs> it was a special thing back then, like comedy. The stand up album was kind yeah. of dead. And the only thing that got like that started getting stand up big again was HBO and other channels showing it because it was cheap, relatively cheap <laughs> original programming. Yeah. And then when they collected enough of that, oh, we've got enough stand up to make a whole channel. What's bizarre that. about earlier, like Hollywood is is like flailing because they're they've been losing money consistently since World War Two. <laughs> Seriously, like like been dropping like they're at like six forty percent of like people are watching movies, so they're dying. Like we would love to show our movies on television, and got blocked by the movie theaters. <laughs> That's how powerful they used to be. Uh, I did, I did like getting back to the Turner or the movie channel. Mm-hmm. They would up until recently they ran like what they called VCR theater. Like hey, tape this. 
Oh yeah, yeah. But sort of like I think Adult Swim does it now with like DVRs. Like we'll never show this during times uh, where or we can put something else. They can't on. put this on DVD or something. Something like that. Yeah. So like tape it now. They did that at with three a.m. They did that with Space Ghost episodes where they just like they they put out as many Space Ghost episodes on DVD as they could, but they didn't have releases signed for some celebrities. So mm-hmm. they're like, this can't be on DVD. Yeah. We, they weren't concerned with the legality of it when it was the stupid show they showed at midnight. Who cares mm-hmm. if they asked permission to have a clip of Ultra 7 on it? You can only show the Jim Carrey one in the VHS of the oh, mask. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, those things that were, that's a whole other episode. But the things that were at the end of VHS tapes, like that you're supposed yes, to watch after the credits. Scribble that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, all those. It, uh, so there were those pay channels. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the other cable channels that became the regular cable package, like, those were specialty channels without commercials, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how, uh, that is how, like, Disney started Nickelodeon. So, let's get, we'll get into that in one second. Okay. Because what I love about the movie channel is of all these channels, they mm-hmm. launched as the movie channel and have, like, Joe Bob Briggs had, had a show on, yeah. on the channel that I, I learned, hmm. but it was a show about, I'm introducing a fucking movie that yeah. will now be uncut. <laughs> Awesome. That's all that the movie channel does. And that's also what Cinemax started doing in, in uh, August 1st, 1980. But it launched as a 24-hour network, mm. which I think none of the other ones did. They were not 24 hours. It took it's them like... It's the cinema, cinema to the max yes. for 24 hours. And they have theme block nights. And I realize, like, I, I don't like being a passive viewer of entertainment, but I also don't like shoving in a specific <laughs> DVD and committing to that. Uh-huh. But if you tell me tonight's going to be action, I'm like, ooh, I wonder what you're going to play tonight. I like that. <laughs> Like Ooh, what do they have the rights to tonight? Yeah. What was the to... first Cinemax movie? I couldn't find it. What? I couldn't find it. I, but I know I could because I could, like I I was for a long time one of HBO's first notable uh, productions was Emmett Otter. Yes. And I've been researching stuff for Cartoon Christmas. Emmett Otter is the only one I cannot find the exact date to mm. because the oldest the oldest archive I can find of TV Guide listings is 1979. So I could probably figure it out. <laughs> if I went back and looked in that archive again, but it was only working for Emmett Otter. Um, but yeah, they wanted to be, they were definitely at that point owned by HBO, included in the same package. And I don't know why they didn't create another channel. Have you seen their other channels they have on digital cable packages? Well, I mean, it's more, more Max, Max, Action yeah. Max. Why didn't you just have one called Skinamax? Yeah. Everybody calls you that. They're yeah. ashamed of it to a degree. I They're mean, not. they, they won't still get rid do of it. it. Yeah. It's sexy nighttime. Yeah, well, so the, many like lost junior high weekends. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna see boobs. I'm gonna try so I, hard. Yeah. At a slumber party, fifth grade, somebody has HBO, Cinemax, and mm. nudity is on the channel, and we all it like cartoon dogs, a droopy dog. <laughs> yeah, and, like, pretty and, much. Like, yeah, Ow! and like we're like licking the screen, and I'm like fucking rubbing a back, <laughs> mas- a vibrating back massager. Onto my dick, mm-hmm. like yeah, and then like, and we turn around and it's like, <laughs> mom, she just sees us all like it's like a fucking tit on screen for one second, and we've all become masturbating monkeys. Uh, <laughs> awful. Uh, yeah, Sorry, Miss Huberman. That that exact same scenario, only Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> right, right when that throat gets torn uh, out. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh. Are you with Roadhouse? Uh, I have this vague memory of that there's happening a, with Roadhouse. There's a pretty explicit, explicit mm-hmm. sex scene in that movie. It's in a barn, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like... Well, there's also... There's multiple scenes where Patrick Swayze is, like, exercising naked, right? Well, That's probably that, what it was. I, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a That boob. was probably when all you guys were like... Bleh. 
Um, probably. Gross. Uh, but finally, yes. I didn't want to. I, I assumed everybody thought I would spend too much time on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do find it fascinating that it, it debuted in 1983, was talked about for five years, but they. Oh, it's think, the WWE Network. Think, <laughs> but thinking about Disney as or a company. Or the comp- UPN, which was uh, in the 70s. But not you, unlike. Di- well, not unlike. Thinking about Disney as a company you can't afford to do things, mm-hmm. they had to focus everything on Epcot. And oh, Epcot right. was like rough as shit, and like we'll, we'll get this channel started as soon as we're done with Epcot. We we don't have the resources to do two things. Yeah. <laughs> Epcot was a mess at first. It was. But, it was a mess forever. But the Disney Channel is kind of similar to the WWE Network, which is Disney owns decades exactly. of its own That's, stuff. Exactly. <laughs> they have a they have a giant backlog mm-hmm. of things. And they could then make more stuff that was just for the channel. Mm-hmm. That would look cheap as shit. Oh, God. Well, do you know what the channel launched with? Uh, Mouser Size. Ooh, it's close. House yeah. of Mouse? I, you're on Dumbo Circus. The new Mouseketeer show. <laughs> I think I actually have Dumbo the Circus The new Mickey Mouse here. Club. Let's see. There were some Your people. favorite Disney cartoons with live-action puppets. Oh, I've heard this so many times. Good morning, Mickey. Love that song. <laughs> this song was that that show was broadcast for a very long time, and yeah, I think it became Mickey Mouse's mouse tracks. But that launched yeah. the Disney Channel every day at six a.m. for about twenty thirty years. Well, it was like weird. Good Morning America, but with Mickey. Like, oh, <laughs> yes, in oh. racist nineteen forty cartoons. <laughs> it was definitely the opposite of TMC. I thought because it was they edited the shit out of all their yes. stuff. They they're like Even we have song. all these ancient cartoons, but. Kids won't want to watch them all the way through. They need them to be sing-along shows or edited uh, over uh, pop songs of today. They were a pay channel, and then I'm watching, oh, fuck, Flight of the Navigator. On a free, I never had Disney Channel. It was a free preview, which they ran. Yeah. Remember free previews? Yeah. I watched the all shit the of those. I don't know how, like... I guess we would just flip through channels and like, oh shit, this one's Yeah, you'd be in. like, what? It's free. Because I definitely wasn't getting an update. And Disney, no, yeah. Disney did that not only more often every year, but they'd do it for like an, like seven days. HBO yeah. would do a weekend. I think that's how I finally saw yeah. Little Monsters. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. It was a free weekend of HBO or something. I, I remember I was so obsessed with our tapes of Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. uh, the, or of the, of the Disney Channel, mm-hmm. from those free weekends. There was one of their many channel idents was... Uh, Somebody make it. It was always around the Mickey, the the that the, great yeah, negative the, space Mickey yeah. logo. Yeah, and one of them was making Mickey pancakes, and I Mickey would like make making Mickey. So pancakes. then, yeah, I got my mom to make me Mickey <gasps> pancakes several times. Where I was like, please, please, please. It was. It Anything became a very special thing. <laughs> I won't. I, see, I won't. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was super. I was into that channel, especially DTV. Like, I, I loved watching DTV <laughs> and hearing. Well, really, they were very few, even eighty songs. Because if they used this, they mm-hmm. used an actual contemporary song. They had to be the most like thing, the the most toothless version you could find. Yeah. Like, like let's hear it for the boys, like, <laughs> uh, which is just such a weird song. It's just like, hey, let's hear it for the boys. Let's give them a hand. Come on, let's yeah. give them a hand, everybody. Here's all our America. Here's for the boys. But because I love you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. It's awful. 
so it was this and uh, Pooh Corner were both live action interpretations of <laughs> the show. Fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Even as a kid, I hated this show. I would. Well, it's. I do find it weird in terms of. A, I'm a Disney fan. I'm connected. Dumbo Circus. Dumbo Circus. I'm connected. And people dressed in full costume oh, no, like, on green screen. If somebody made a movie ten years ago about starting their own channel and they shot everything on, on the same stage <laughs> with the same budget, uh, that's what the Disney Channel was. We'll mouser size uh, and then we'll put on Dumbo costumes and we'll do a different show. We already Dumbo. have these Disneyland costumes, yeah. so let's yeah, just put them in front of a green screen. It's weird when you go to Disneyland now or Disney World. Excuse me, Walt Disney World. Sure. Uh, there's in the in the hotels there are uh, still like versions of this where it's like the the princess storybook theater where it's just a camera that's always on a girl dressed up as one of the Disney princesses oh, reading really? a story wow. and it's like clearly shot on some stage somewhere and then they just change the princess and change the camera angle and then they just do another one yeah, and it's cool. it, and then there's a channel that's just the fireworks music I don't get why kids. Kids see Mickey and people in those Mickey costumes. Some of them actually think it's Mickey, but I feel like I was never that young. We were like, told we were always told it's Santa's helper. Why the fuck would Mickey be everywhere in multiple mm-hmm. parts? But I mean, Mickey. It was a scale thing for me. I was like, uh, Mickey's not that tall to people. I've mm-hmm. seen him with right. like Pete is human sized and Mickey is half that size. Mm-hmm. Like, so you got to go to Disneyland Japan. Bunch of short people. Yeah. The Disney <laughs> World costumes. I don't know if I mentioned this, but because one of the things as a kid that always like broke the illusion, I was like, their mouths don't move. It's clearly yeah. like even as a really mm. little. Did you see the one with the moving mouth? Yeah, there's a Mickey when they do. It, you could tell it was only like okay, the twice a day when they come out in front of the castle mm-hmm. and do this big thing. It was a Mickey mouth that moved to the what they were saying, mm-hmm. as well as wow. eyes eyes that blink. And I'm yeah. like, holy this shit! Is in Japan. Like, no, this was Florida. Was he? He was. Marty Marston. Marston. Was he? Was he saying things to pre-recorded music? I I couldn't tell if it was all pre-recorded. I mean, I'm in some. Yes, it's mm-hmm. not. It's obviously not. No, there was, I saw <laughs> the only video I, I saw of it was somebody clearly improv it. Yeah, like I, the that's same what way I, Charles Martinet did at E3 last yeah, year. Yeah, that's what Ugh. I couldn't. That's what you I couldn't. In a blue shirt. That's what I couldn't tell is because like there was stuff of it where I'm like, oh, it's probably just a recording and the the mouth is synced up. But that's still cool because as a kid, this would probably be blowing my mind. But then he did say things that seemed like not not, not too canned, but mm-hmm. you know whatever. It, it, it was still just cool. A long time there was a robot at Epcot, and I had never been made so mad in a Disney Park. <laughs> But a robot turned to me, and it was my standing with my sister. He's like, hey, is that your girlfriend? You motherfucker! <laughs> I, was, I was so mad. Like, how dare you? And, and, but, but that could have been a canned response. And the guy's like, turn left 70 degrees, because he saw me and my sister. Uh-huh. And what, was the, what, what, what was the... Okay. Robots are usually designed for a purpose. Not in Disneyland. What was the what was the assumed purpose of this robot? Shaming me, apparently. <laughs> well, just to surprise you and talk to you. Wait, what, what did it look like? like I just picture I, a featureless robot. It's the uh, incest is okay. Robot. I, remember he la- I, I just remember him laughing in a way that was like very similar to like Carney's. I didn't like at the fair. Like, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so uh, is it a human? You know, it may have been like it may not have been. Supposed to look like a rope. It was just a, it was roaming around on its own. Of course, like a couple handlers walking by, but uh, but like is it I, a, so is it big, a robot man. mouse? Is it a robot? It wasn't a Disney character. Okay, it wasn't a Disney. Okay. That's, that's why I know it was Epcot. <laughs> okay, 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 but channels, channels, Disney Channel. Remember TBS as well? Like <laughs> no. or I always thought it was weird to watch WGN because it was always so specifically Chicago. Yeah. Oh, believe me, Chicago, Chicago. Oh boy, loves. Loves itself. It's one of the one of the first. Channels. But Bozo. on but encore Bozo from Chicago. Encore. On encore, 
I just remember it going live and being like, wow, a pay channel. Wow, so like HBO, and it's part of a free week? Mm-hmm. Wow, they're launching a new channel. And all I remember to this day is watching Tora 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 <laughs> like seven or eight times because that's all that was on. So it was more like Tora 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 Tora. As long as you ended a divisible by three, you're correct. What channel is this? Encore. Encore, yes. But what was, can you, do you have like, I think it was like 91, 90, I just wonder what the first movie was because I would love if it was Tora Tora Tora. Sure. I know I watched. A Which, movie. as a Godzilla fan, like that movie sort of scratched that itch because there's just so much footage that is just planes and boats flying around yeah. for World War II. But I, to attack Pearl Harbor right. instead of Godzilla. Yeah, but it was still like that that feeling of like, uh, what, Eiji Tsuburaya, uh, Super, I forget no, it, it, it definitely launched in 91. Yes. Um, Date I, Master. It's Encore's first movie telecast is the 1980 film, 1980 film 9 to 5. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's probably um, how I saw it. Boy, that. none of these channels were really like let's, except for Showtime. <laughs> no, they were all just like, yeah, we'll just whatever's first in the library. Yeah, no one's gonna be watching when we first start out. Aardvark, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I watch. I want to bring this up because I want to see it again. Uh, Bless right. the Beast and the Children. It sounds familiar. It's a great kids movie. Uh, it, what, of course, about kids <clears throat> drinking, smoking, getting in trouble. It starred Bill Mooney. There was a scene. It's the only time I've seen a kids' movie where they get caught jerking off. Whoa. And, but it, it was a very much a coming-of-age story. And the, um, I get it. <laughs> stop it. Parent came in on but the kid. But it, its, theme, uh, its theme ended up becoming a soap opera, a famous soap opera theme. Oh. I think Years of Our Lives or something. <laughs> that came from Bless the Beast and the Children, which has a really fucking awful Joan Baez folk song. Yes, and, uh, but we'll get back to Disney Channel. Disney Channel restructured a ton. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think any of us are going to like praise it becoming a teen network, but that is it tried for years programming for children and it's adults. It's weird because when I go home, my niece and nephew like that they own like pretty much watch two mm-hmm. channels. Mm-hmm. It is Disney or Disney XD, one of the two, and then whatever Nickelodeon channel is showing SpongeBob, mm-hmm. and they're still watching SpongeBob. And they're still watching whatever garbage show, like iCarly or whatever. That's, like, they're oh, to find a Gravity clip of Falls them. is a fun <laughs> it's show. Great. They have, uh, they do have some. Wander good... Over Yonder is that them? Uh, Jack yeah. McBrayer's the boy. It's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like Gravity Falls only exists because of the success of Adventure Time. So right. they decided they need their own internet comedy kit style kid show. That's also cool for adults. It's like well, Twin Peaks, the cartoon yeah, show. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, XD is just the boys channel. Boys <laughs> having. <laughs> Fights with superheroes. Yeah, those, those man, those shows of just the preteen like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just like, did you, it's like what I already didn't like about Saved by the Bell when I was that age. Uh-huh. Only even more because it's like even younger kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's like Clarissa. It makes Clarissa explains it all or welcome freshmen seem like quaint. Like, yeah, more produced. Freshmen. <laughs> yeah, it's Marv. super. It's super produced and like super. Like everyone's like head to toe <laughs> dressed nice and in crazy mm-hmm. makeup and it's yeah. just like. This is just so fake and artificial and weird. We like don't, I don't hold, like we're it. not saying an important point here is that Disney Channel starting in 1997 decided to become a non-pay channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but that's unprecedented. No one else has done that. And yeah. And then they tried and guess what? Cable companies did it took 5 years. Over like over Before 5 years. Before they let them? Because no, cuz cable companies like they just kept charging for it. Yeah. Oh, it's like no, we're running commercials. 
<laughs> if you do, if you do not stop and put this on your basic cable package and stop charging for it, you have to stop carrying it altogether. That was the only way they could like get people to fully transition. Yeah. I just because Comcast people like Comcast kept charging for it. Mm-hmm. Even they can make they money, they will. To. Yeah, and I. Yeah, uh, did you see the recent news with the Disney mm. Channel? That one of their shows mm-hmm. got like a six-year-old girl got a death threat because of it. Yes, a, yes. On one of their shows, whose name is too stupid to remember. Is it Dog care. with a Blog? No, it is not Dog <laughs> with Blog, starring Brian Regan. But uh, Brian oh Regan's God. on. No, that? it is some comedian. It is some like well-established comedian. But it was Dog has a blog. It was a show that uh, it's in its last season, but they introduced some character. Like the younger girl characters having a play date with some girl who has, who has two moms. Who, oh, a character has two moms. And boy, did it do one million moms not like that. Not on mm. Disney programming. How yes. dare they? And some real nutcase sent like a message over the internet that was a death threat to the cast of the show, including the six-year-old girl who's on the show. Like, That's so fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. But- Anyway, oh wait, uh, they, ca- cha- uh, commercials hmm. on commercials. I had a funny Dude, story. Have you seen? Did you watch Gravity Falls? Like when it airs on Disney Channel? Uh, no, I'm not. I, they don't show commercials anymore. Mm-hmm. They show like well, it's all like internal commercials. Well, right? I saw a minute long commercial for Just Dance. Wow, the Ubisoft That's game, weird. and they have to pledge allegiance at the end. What? Just Dance is a proud sponsor of the Disney... Like, the only oh, commercials wow, that air are longer than normal commercials and then have to pledge allegiance to the Disney <laughs> Channel. <laughs> uh, but on the subject of commercials, there's a very... Actually, a whole hell of a lot of SCTV is, is dated now. Yes. But, also, a ran on Showtime. But one of the things that was dated on it is there's... I can't even remember the total premise of it. With it Dave Thomas is playing a character... Who's like a guy in between in the commercials in between the shows on SCTV, and he's going like, "I got a warning for you: commercials are coming to cable," and it's like <laughs> warning people about commercials were coming to cable and we're going to ruin cable, but you're still going to have to pay for it, even though there's commercials. I when people would make jokes about cable when I was growing up, it was as if there weren't commercials on cable, mm-hmm. and I've never known that to not be the case. Yeah. But yeah. Apparently, there was not at some point. But then, it, it, too, obviously, Nickelodeon switched focus to teens. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, there's, there, they even had Disney Junior stuff in the morning, old cartoons for kids, yeah. family programming at night, and then they'd, oh, Vault Disney was Swiss Family Robinson, yay, like old stuff that will not Nobody wanted kids. to watch. Follow me, boys, I could watch was, Something else was weird, like in the channel, yeah, there was a Disney Junior, I don't mm-hmm. know what they call it now, maybe it is mm-hmm. still Disney Junior, but... I think it's its own channel. It is its own channel, mm-hmm. and there was a like it was on that block of things mm-hmm. in the in the hotel room. But it was like it was so weird because the Disney Channel and then mm-hmm. Disney XD are showing all this stuff that is clearly not it's for kids and, mm-hmm. and preteens. And it's like fine, whatever. It's not for me. I get it. But Disney Junior was showing the movies, like really, like Cinderella and and Sleeping Beauty, Tomorrow at really? Nine, and it's like what, what? <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. It is super weird. And it's like well, I get. Some of that stuff may need to be contextualized, but I guess a lot of it yeah. is pretty. But that's well, just weird that it's like that's where you're showing the movies now is the, like your spinoff spinoff channel, and that is strange. Hard. But I'm I'm more just like it, it's strange to me because part of the reason I feel like they made the channel free is like to mm-hmm. continue the indoctrination, like, and I mean that in like a sort of sweet to a wider audience way, yeah. yeah. But it is like it is ingrained in American culture to mm-hmm. be like, oh, Disney's a thing we all agree is a thing we all do it. Or you it's rail family ag- entertainment, or you are. rail against it because of how much it's been crammed down your throat since mm-hmm. you've been born. Mm-hmm. Um, I was somewhere in the middle, but 
it was still just you can see both. Sides. Yeah, I can see both sides, yeah. but it's still like it's still this admirable, amazing thing that Chris has gone on about, and yes. I am realizing it more as I age and I'm going to the parks as an adult. Mm-hmm. I still don't care about most of the stuff that's ever been produced, but <laughs> there's this there's this thing to the whole saga that's like that's crazy that that's basically never happened again yeah. by one man, and not single handed anyway. No, but it, it is the, it is the direction of one a man vision, that brought them like, to that that level point. of visionary like Roddenberry style thing yes. that couldn't that only worked anyway. It doesn't matter. No, I want to make a place where people interact with my characters now. Yeah. That's very much the vision of one man. Yeah, but the thing that it's still is like Disney owns ABC. Mm-hmm. It's still just and maybe there's just no market for it, but I'm like I feel like if you were just like mm-hmm. no, Saturday at 8 we're showing Cinderella. Yeah. That's got to get Why more viewers than whatever the hell yeah. you're showing. That kids like Hannah Montana. Did, no, but I mean like no, on ABC. Didn't, didn't that t- oh, yeah. one TV channel just broadcast The Sound of Music live? Well, that was MB- NBC is trying anything yeah. they can do. Well, I think that's a good that's yeah, that's pretty interesting. I like the idea well, that they're but it's also that's a return to well, what worked 50 years ago? Let's try that cuz they did soon they're going to do Peter Pan live, which like that was a staple of like Mary Martin oh, God, doing Mary, Peter I, Pan God, live. That one's creepy. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. It was when my parents are like Peter Pan's on and I get in and like Make the Hanover Bear screech with my heels. Yes, <laughs> the bike ah! run. Ah, but just the idea of like, like I would just feel like like a, a large percentage of any potential audience is like, what's on Saturday at nine on ABC? I don't care. <laughs> or hey, did you hear this Saturday? We're showing a f- whatever, and it's like okay. Seriously. But what percentage would go like, oh, we're showing Lion King? Seriously, would go like, oh, really? It's on TV? We're okay. Show Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. I love Pinocchio. Yeah, exactly. It's Pinocchio? like I just don't get why like that's where those movies should go. That, well, and not little Bodie hasn't seen Pinocchio. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm you know what? My kid Bodie I, honestly, my though, they should do that and just have hashtags on the bottom. There like, <laughs> honestly, though, for all I know, they do that. I don't pay attention. Yes. So they might actually they probably do. do. Airing this, but it was this, just so weird. Cinderella with Cinderella Yolo. It was just so weird to see like flipping the channels. All right, Saturday at like one in the morning it's cinderella like that's where your that's like fun. classic of animation is going is that's this fun. is the third rate it's anyway. the beauty of animation in general it, it comes with non-cynical storytelling but like those movies are crafted to work on everybody yeah. if you're a human mm. being you can wrap it up yeah. but yes they've switched to a teen focus we've all seen high school musical teen beach movie so in 2012 for the first time in 17 years <laughs> disney channel beat out nickelodeon as the top rated wow. cable network. wow the first time ever but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> yes. Apparently, I, apparently Cinderella. I can no longer watch old Fred McMurray movies, which even <laughs> Gus the field goal kicking mule I'll have to watch on exclusively DVD. Herbie the Love Bug. I love when Cartoon Love. Network had no original programming. It was like, the banana splits, followed by wacky races. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, their first original programming was Carrot Top, like trying to string together episodes of the Hair Bear Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> My hair looks like the Hair Bear Bunch, huh? Yeah? That's exactly, uh, you know what I'm talking exactly about. exactly what he did. <laughs> Look That's at my exactly biceps. Okay. <laughs> we have been Laser Time. Speaking of old forgotten entertainment, yeah. uh, you can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. We got a donations field. You can buy stuff on Amazon through us. That re- We really appreciate that. Cost you nothing. You save money by shopping through Amazon and kick a couple shekels back to us to help us keep this operation going because we have other shows on lasertimepodcast.com. Like what, Dave? Uh, cheap podcast. It's oh a goodness. wrestling podcast. Wrestling will never get old. That's right. Neither will comic books. Uh, <laughs> on the Cape Crisis podcast, up to episode eighty. Wow. Can we make it to one hundred? We'll doubt see. It. I think we can. Uh, VGEmpire dot com at Twitter. <laughs> uh, video game music podcast. We just did a Persona episode. We did a Parappa and Umjammer episode. 
Coming uh, soon, the 64th episode. We did a 64th episode about... When does this episode post? I don't know. Let's not, say, let's not get into specifics. All right. Well, whatever. Pull Nintendo 64-related episode for episode 64. Hmm. Uh, it's probably already posted by now. But, uh, yeah, it's a game music. And we, we talk uh, about the game Apocalypse, the weekly video game show hosted by Michael Raparez and Lewis Tyler Wilde. Occasionally myself, Michael Grimm, Dave Rudden. Yeah. Super fun. Yes. I'm having great, so much fun on that show. Lasertimepodcast.com. Ignore Brett Yawn. That's not the greatest sell. <laughs> <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> no, I was I, unrelated Yawn. Fuck you. I'm going to take it out with Good Morning, Nikki. Good morning. Good morning, Nikki. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great day.